Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, September 1st, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best dentist that there's ever been. My dentist for the last 26 years. Call him. Make him your dentist. He does nothing but great work. Honest to God. Best dentist I've ever gone to. Only dentist I will go to. 317-849-2933. Kevin Pritchard, the president of the Indiana Pacers. He spoke to the media yesterday, kind of a season, end of season post-mortem. Some things struck me. Uh, New coach is going to be a guy who can communicate with younger players. Kevin Pritchard described younger players in a way that I thought was really, really kind of funny and sweet. Sounded like he was about 103 years old. You know, they they live on their phones, they do. And they, uh, well, they're interested in fashion. Okay, you know, (laughs) Kevin's a pretty young living guy in his mid-50s, but the way he described kids made me laugh out loud as as we all participated in the Zoom call. Uh, He talked about Victor Oladipo in kind of a fawning way that made me think that he's, he's trying to figure out a way to angle asking Victor to the prom not sign him to a massive deal for a lot of money, a guy who cannot play right now at a high level, worthy of the kind of money that the Pacers want to lavish upon him. Victor Oladipo ain't got that. And if maybe he will, maybe through this offseason of work and rehabilitation of that surgically repaired right quad tendon, Vic comes back and he's what he was when he was an all-star, But Victor Oladipo talks like a guy who's worthy of a max contract. And frankly, Kevin Pritchard talks like a a team president who believes the same thing. We all watched that Heat series. We saw what we saw. Now, maybe Vic comes back. Maybe Victor can play at that all-star level. But that isn't what we saw against the Heat. It's not what we saw in the bubble. He couldn't get the corner on Dragic, and he couldn't stay in front of anybody. That's problematic. So Victor Oladipo 
believes he's 2018 Victor Oladipo, and it sounds like Kevin Pritchard believes he's 2018 Victor Oladipo, and maybe he will be that once again, but he's not right now. And if you can get value back for Victor Oladipo, you make that deal, you pull that trigger, because Victor, Bob Kravitz said this in his piece in The Athletic, and he's exactly right. Victor Oladipo is buying the hype. Victor Oladipo is, believe, is, is of the belief that he's a brand and not a basketball player among 14 other basketball players on the Indiana Pacers. And that is problematic. You want to build a brand? Get bent. You want to win championships? Stay here. It's that simple. Uh, the mid-level exception is going to be available to the Pacers as they try to improve the roster, and they're going to have to do some other things too. And maybe trading Miles Turner is an option. To me, the guy you keep between Miles and Domas is Domas. Uh, Miles Turner, great dude, I think is going to wind up developing into a uh, a really, really good NBA player. He's only 24 years old. We forget that. He's been here five years, but he's barely scratched the surface on the potential that lies within him. And and so maybe you hold on to both at this point. Maybe you do that. I, I don't think that that would be a bad move, but I think if you can get something for Vic, adios. Uh, Butler freshman uh, Scooby Johnson, he was Mr. Basketball out of Benton Harbor, Michigan, a freshman at Butler University, tore his ACL. That's awful. Terrible. There, there is nothing. There, when your kid plays sports, and I suppose when your kid does anything, the, the last thing you want is that call saying, hey, uh, I got some bad news uh, about an injury, whether it's a concussion, we got that call a couple of times, or uh, an ankle, got that call a few times too, uh, or a torn ACL, never got that call. You don't want that call, right? Talking about how your kid is now injured and the road back from a torn ACL takes time. Speaking of the road back from an ACL, it seems like Justin Blackman at the Indianapolis Colts, a rookie, a third rounder, who, if he hadn't torn his ACL in his last game at Utah, he wouldn't have been a third rounder. His draft value was much higher than that. Colts, they got a bargain because uh, Blackman has been cleared to practice and he has been activated from the injured list, from the pup list, whatever it is. And, and so it looks like Justin Blackman is good to go, good to play football. And that's great news for the Indianapolis Colts, who got a bargain. Pennies on the dollar in terms of draft equity invested in Justin Blackman for what that kid is capable of doing. So good for the Indianapolis Colts. They got 12 days until the opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're not going to have to face Leonard uh, Fournette because the Jaguars released him yesterday. I don't know. I, I'm trying to explain it. They said that they tried to get something back in trade for Fournette, but couldn't get anything, so they released him. It, it looks like what the Jacksonville Jaguars are doing is they're tanking for Trevor. We'll see. Uh, speaking of college football, we got college football coming up this weekend. We got a game Thursday night and then Saturday, and granted, it's teams like Marshall and Eastern Kentucky and Stephen F. Austin, teams like that, but it's still college football. And then the next weekend, you got a raft of terrific college football games, ACC games, Big 12 games, uh, SEC games. You don't have Big Ten games because the Big Ten, as it was revealed yesterday, voted 11-3 to 3 
not to play college football uh, this season, to delay it un- until it just kicked the can down the road. It looks like they're going to try to get the season going right around Thanksgiving when a lot of the campuses are uh, going to send their undergraduates home. So there you go. 11-3, to 3, it was Iowa, Nebraska, and Ohio State in alphabetical order. Those were the schools who voted to play. 11 to 3, those schools voted to play. The other 11, they voted not to play. I don't understand. I, I, have, I have no idea. You, you got kids on campus, and, and granted, they're under pretty serious restrictions. Um, but uh, what are you doing? Who are you keeping safe? 18 to 22-year-olds who are at minimal, minimal, minimal risk uh, of health problems related to COVID, unless they have underlying conditions? I don't get it. Um, the Thunder, they beat the Rockets last night, 104-100, to force a Game 7. A- as we look at potential coaches for the Pacers, you look at Dan Tony, and you say, hey, you can't beat the Thunder? What are you doing? You tied it three against the Thunder. You got the best player in the game in James Harden, at least the best healthy player in the game in James Harden, and you got Russell Westbrook. Another guy who's in the top 10 of players in the NBA. And who the hell did the Thunder have? What do you, what do you got? Adams? You know, <laughs> who are you playing against? Chris Paul? What's going on? For God's sake. So uh, we'll see what happens in Game 7. Another Game 7 tonight. You got the Jazz and the Nuggets in a Game 7. Love Game 7s. You wonder, though, well, it seems like if you get to a Game 7, nobody's trying to, like, extricate themselves from the bubble early. Like, I get, you know, the bubble somehow is, oh, the bubble, very, very, Kevin Pritchard was saying this yesterday. Oh, difficult. You know, okay, a month at Disney World, you know, that's a dream for a lot of people. And granted, you're without your family, you're without your wife, you know, you're you're without a lot of amenities. But if you're going to go to jail, jail at Disney World that's the best kind of jail that there is, right? The Grand Floridian, if you've ever stayed at the Grand Floridian, you know what a, com- a comfortable bed feels like. And you got the concierge, hey, we'd like to do this and this and this and this. Oh, well, okay, Mr. Sterling, that'd be just fine. We'd be happy to arrange that for you. Okay, it's fantastic. Uh, the Chicago Cubs got really, really busy yesterday. The, the trade deadline... Uh, has come and gone, and the Cubs, they didn't waste time in getting a bunch of guys. Uh, they added Andrew Chafin and Josh Osich uh, from the Diamondbacks and the Red Sox. Those are two left-handed relievers who are going to buff at the bullpen a little bit. They sent Zach Short to the Tigers uh, for Cameron Maben, the well-traveled 34-year-old Cameron Maben. But we saw him over the weekend or a little bit earlier last week as the Cubs played the Detroit Tigers. And uh, not a bad ball player. He's going to be a an upgrade offensively over Albert Almora, who is hitting 167 for the Cubs and now is gonna has been optioned to South Bend to make room for Maben. And so uh, you've also got Steven Souza and Chris Bryant coming off the injured list. So the Cubs getting an influx of offensive talent and uh, a little bit of help in terms of left-handed arms in the bullpen uh, because neither Chafin nor Osich are, uh, you know, I mean, these guys, 
these guys are not the arms you would go trust to win you a World Series, but maybe they can get a couple of guys out. That'd be nice because the Cubs have played like crap over the last 20 games. They got to play better than they played. Hopefully that starts tonight in Pittsburgh against the Pirates, three games against the Pirates, and then five this weekend against the Cardinals. Uh, as I mentioned, college football this weekend, I just can't wait. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And we get through this weekend, Labor Day weekend, and all of a sudden we're looking ahead to the beginning of the NFL season, the beginning of college football for three major conferences. The other two opting out. What are you going to do? What do you do with the Big Ten? Kevin Warren is getting there. They always say this about college basketball. The six inches between the seat where the head coach sits and the seat where the assistant coach sits, that's a big six inches, right? That's what she said. Um, the difference between Kevin Warren and Jim Delaney, that's a big six inches, right? Kevin Warren is getting a indoctrinated into what leadership, the loneliness of leadership is, because he's being held specifically accountable for the behavior of the presidents of the Big Ten uh, universities. And sometimes that's not very pleasant. And he hasn't built the equity that Delaney had. So Delaney could pick up the phone and say, look, this is what we're going to do. This is the right thing. And have the presidents listen to him. Let's celebrate some birthdays on utterly gorgeous Tuesday morning in central Indiana. I'm telling you, the weather in central Indiana from about right now through the middle of October, absolutely beauteous, always. Uh, Terry Bowers celebrating a birthday. Dan Rubin, happy birthday to Dan. Bonnie Serber, Sarah Norman, Tom Callahan, the great Phil Hendry. One of the funniest guys in the history of radio. Happy birthday. Dan Williamson celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday to Dan. Scott Clink, the Colonel, celebrating a birthday. Tamara Walker, uh, Rose Tevis Itable, happy birthday. Brittany Marie and Joey Kennard, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. A big good morning to the, uh, to the great Scott Reed. Happy birthday, it's not his birthday, but I see that he's watching, so what the hell? We say, uh, we say welcome to Scott Reed, one of the, uh, one of the greats, all-time greats of, of sports information directors in the Big East Conference. Uh, Scott Reed, of course, uh, had a, a nice run at DePaul University. We'll talk to you a little bit later today. We're going to talk about the Colts and to the Colts. Cannot wait, because the Colts, we got 12 days. Until the opener, it's going to be fantastic. Can't wait for the season.